Hi everyone, my name is Tafadzwa, but you can call me Taffy. Welcome to a Poetin podcast episode. This is a platform for everyone to share their stories, to listen and learn from others. We are creating change within our community. So today we have a guest on our podcast and her name is Chipo Brighton Dove. And today we're going to be talking about why Zimbabwean lives matter. So, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter, Zimbabwean Lives Matter thing, right? I've been seeing so many people post about it. And for us, really, in Zimbabwe, nothing really has changed. And it's really heartbreaking. And, you know, it's really heartbreaking. The most heartbreaking thing is when you see people with high posts saying that there's nothing wrong with our country when they basically know that everything is so bad especially for us right yes my parents are able to provide but it's it's a struggle it really is a struggle and we're not even allowed to have a voice we're not allowed to have human rights and what is your take on this chipo like when when you see black lives matter when you see zimbabwe lives matter like why is it so important for you to post about these things I feel like it's really hard to speak out, but I feel like it's also a motivation because, well, hard in the sense that it's hard to speak out because in as much as we have the right to freedom of speech, one thing we need to realize is that we have got a very flawed democracy. So in as much as freedom of speech is there constitutionally, it's not really there practically. So in as much, so which is why they will continuously find ways of blocking us from speaking out, which is why they will bring in new laws, which are like, like the recent one where it's, if you say anything that is bad, it's considered as, um, as de-branding your country, you're you're saying badly, you're speaking badly about it, and that gives you jail time, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I, yeah, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And another thing is that what I don't like about it, I feel like in as much as we're speaking and we're trying to put our voice out there, I feel like as the youth, we don't really have that energy and determination that like the Black Lives Matter movement had because we had people that were continuously talking about it tirelessly. It had such an outreach, like literally every American person was talking about it. And the more we have, if we have more people talking about it, it's like, it's like a lot more easier for it to shed some light on it. And finally, there was light that has been shed on the whole topic. But I feel like we we tire easily because we just see like a, a little hindrance in our movement and we're like, oh no, you know, I think, you know, it's never going to happen. It's not, it's never going to change. Because like when I'm talking to other people, they're like, it's going to be so useless. It's not going to change anything. We're still going to have the same flawed system. And I'm like, I, and I'm like, when you see stuff like this happening, when people are stopping you from speaking, that's when you're supposed to have more energy to speak up, to speak out about these issues you're supposed to be louder now because you have been suppressed and you need to show people that you're really being suppressed and i feel there's a very small number of people that are actually doing that on twitter because like it just was there for a week the hashtag was moving for a week and then people just decided to keep quiet about it and it wasn't you know it wasn't people don't talk about anymore like people moving on with their lives as usual like nothing has changed and it's it's quite sad quite honestly and i feel like that that's where 
we, we were flawed. We need to continue talking about it. Me personally, activism, like when we talk about issues that affect us, I think it's very important, especially for our generation, to talk about it because the future is in our hands. We are the people that are creating the future. We're supposed to be fighting for a future that is best for our generation and more generations to come. So if we ever want to see change in this country, we should start by advocating for that change ourselves and i feel like it's a lot more easier now because we all have internet we all have twitter we all have instagram and we spend so much of our time there and in as much like you know how our parents say you spend so much time on your phones and whatnot let's make that time useful let's not just make it like we're just talking and laughing and you know sharing a, a couple of memes and whatnot and for us to keep movements going for us to keep fighting for us to see a bright, for us to keep fighting and seeing a brighter future in Zimbabwe, we need to fight for it ourselves. What most people don't realize is that we are the future of the country, and what we want to, if we want to see any better future, we need to fight for it. We need to advocate for it, regardless of the hardships that are put in place. Like even when you look at countries such as Germany in Hitler times. Hitler spent most of his time talking to younger people. He spent most of his time indoctrinating them in terms of education, etc. And by doing so, he was creating a Germany, a German future that he wanted to see. So when we fight for it, that, that's how you see the power of youths in general. I actually agree with the hashtag dying down. Like I haven't seen people posting it more often like it was in the first week right but people are still posting it like that's greatly appreciated like i really appreciate the people who are doing that more often and yeah but there was this there was this post that i saw right when i was scrolling through my statuses on whatsapp and then someone posted i have nothing to do with politics and yes this guy comes from a very wealthy family they're living their best life it's things are okay for them Right, but it they, people have to understand that it's not the same for everyone. I have seen my parents work really, really hard just to get us to school. Going to a private school, yes, it's amazing and whatnot, but they had to sacrifice a lot of things for us. And to see them go through that just because the economy is not doing so well, it it really hurts to see that. And when you when you're not growing up, you black, you'll be like um. I want to do so much better for my parents because the things that they did for me, I don't know how to repay them. And the thing is, now when you're getting into this world, you're like, okay, how do I repay my parents when the economy is like this? To get a decent job, employment is not even there, you know? So this is why, yes, my lifestyle and your lifestyle might be different, but there are more people suffering worse than us, bruh. Like, there are more... There are more people suffering because the people who are suffering the most are not able to go online. They don't have money to buy data bundles. As you can see, data bundles are really expensive. And it's like, what? If you're on WhatsApp, be grateful. If you're able to go on Instagram, be grateful. Because some people can't even afford that. Some people are sacrificing that money to buy bread. To buy bread. And when you're hearing these stories from people, you're just like damn brah like damn i've seen people live in the worst conditions and you're like what can i do and you can't really do anything because i'm broke i'm just a child but anything that i can do to to help them and this is why it's so important for activism i really agree when you say that we are the future of the country and of the world like i already see people who can be 
president in my generation like Chiwoniso, I'm going to mention her. Like, if Chiwoniso had to run for president, guys, I would like legit vote for her. So, <laughs> run for president, please. But um, I really see where you're coming from, Chipo, because, right, the situation that we're in right now, right, some kid from the village might become a billionaire. You, who's living your lavish life, might become poor because of the choices that you're making. And then now you'll be now advocating here, Zimbabwean lives matter here, black lives matter, when you were not even supporting the movement when we needed you. So if you have a platform where you are able to tell your parents, your um, your friends in the high positions, please do so because it's not the same for everyone, right? It's really not the same. So I really agree on what you said about that. Some people might ask why it's so important to keep the hashtag alive. Like I was, I was saying this to someone else. It's because we're not able to protest. Uh, we're not able to protest on the street like other countries, like America, when you see that crowd. Because once you protest, we already know we're getting beaten up. People are going in. People are going to jail, and we're not safe at all. We can't do that. Like after four. The streets are empty because people are scared to get beaten up by soldiers. Soldiers can't tell us, no, you need to go home because it's not safe because of corona and whatnot and whatnot. They don't tell you that. They will just beat you up. And I'm scared. I I don't want to get beat up at all. I don't want to go to jail. But this is happening, guys. This is really happening. And my mom is always telling me, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. No mother wants to see their child go to jail. No mother wants to see their child get beaten up by a soldier and the way these soldiers hit people like if you see the pictures it's heartbreaking and to know that this is happening in my own country is very heartbreaking so this is why it's really important to keep the hashtag alive because we are not able to protest about these things we need other nations bigger nations to come and intervene because right now as a nation we have cried And the thing is, when the new president was elected, other countries like South Africa were involved with this whole thing. So, yeah. And the the most heartbreaking thing is when this whole coup thing happened, we saw pictures of soldiers standing next to children and smiling. And now it's just quite the opposite. And it's really heartbreaking. So if you are able to keep the hashtag alive for Zimbabweans, let's do that even if you're in zimbabwe it's okay to you know to put the same energy for brianna taylor for george floyd zimbabwe is one of the countries that really supports america especially in the movements like the black lives matter thing i remember people a lot of people posted right so we need that same energy it's okay to support another country but when your home country needs you we really need it people that say Um, I'm apolitical, I don't want anything to do with politics, I don't belong to any political group. Most of the people that are are activists do not belong to any political group, we just want to see change in our country. And when you decide to be apolitical and you're constantly talking about how much you want change and how much things are so bad, which is why you aim so much to want to leave leave the country. For for, For example, in Zimbabwe, leaving the country is for you to get better opportunities it's because the living conditions here 
are not okay because there are no jobs like there's no future to look forward to that's why we leave it's not it's not like a luxury as in other countries so it's not a like like so when you leave the country it's not because you want to necessarily but because things are hard so when you say i'm not going to be political or whatnot who do you expect to fight for you and here's a platform hashtag zimbabwe lives matter it's there are networks that are reaching for you that you can go to and you you choose to be silent like who do you expect to speak who do you expect to speak for the people that don't have voices and if you're going to be silent quite honestly it's for me i just feel like you're being very selfish because there's so many people that are suffering out there like serious suffering some people don't even don't even get 10 bond in a year like they they are really going through the most and you're out here you are living a very you're living a very average life which is very helpful which is which is a good thing because like you 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 are you're living a proper life and you've got a roof over your head and you've got proper food some people don't even you you can some most of us like most people that i see on twitter and whatnot you hear people saying i i get like three meals a day and i can even get a snack in between and then just think of like that one person who can go for three days without eating food because they just can't get that food and you need to think about such kind of things so when you choose to be silent i feel like it's a sign of just being selfish and that's what's that's what's killing the hashtag you know that's just being selfish and just not caring I also think it's very important to keep the hashtag alive because we also need to take into consideration that in as much as it did make a lot of noise and more people got to hear about it, more celebrities started talking about it and posting about it and educating other people all over the world, I feel like we still haven't gotten enough recognition for change to occur because from that time, things really didn't change and in some cases, things became worse in terms of inflation and whatnot and corruption still exists and i feel like um the i feel like in the fact that we're so quiet most of the time like what we were choosing not to say anything it kind of makes people not take us seriously to a certain extent like if you look at how even the action that was taken by the au where they just chose um they just chose a a special envoy to come to Zimbabwe and they only spoke to people who are actually oppressing us doesn't make any sense whatsoever like it's like they're not taking our problems into consideration but when something happened in Mali he literally didn't waste any time he started talking about he he sent people there within a day when um when the when Lebanon had an explosion he tweeted a day afterwards, he talked about the issue, but he couldn't talk about. But Ramap- by him, I mean Ram- President Cyril Ramaphosa from South Africa. He didn't say anything about Zimbabwe until like a week later. And to me, that that's really heartbreaking because it it shows that people don't really take us seriously. And like when we start speaking and we keep that hashtag alive and we keep the fire on and all of that we make more people be aware of it and show people how serious the situation is and we want more people to talk about it and we want change what what advocating for that change and that's the importance of us as the youth especially considering that we make up most of the population in the country 
most of the population of Zimbabweans in general, we need more people to be speaking about this and shedding light and educating people all over the world and telling more people to talk about it so that we can have that message where we can have that change being initiated. And that's the only way we can do it, especially like you mentioned, the fact that we can't go outside and we just basically don't have that right of freedom of expression. So, yeah, that's 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 very important. Thank you for listening to the Potent Podcast. Remember, this is a platform for everyone to share their stories, to listen and learn from others. We are creating change within our community.